0: Hello and welcome to Too Busy Didn't Know TBDK with me, Go Go Joe. This is the podcast and YouTube show where I take 10 of the stories from the past week, 10 stories from the past week, inform you about them around science, business, technology, and startups. This is the coolest, most groundbreaking stuff that maybe you haven't even heard of yet. And this week, as I mentioned, I'm bringing you 10 stories. Those 10 stories are the following We got archaeologists discovering the first human home in history an electric sea glider that takes you between coastal cities it looks awesome it's like half boat half plane a ransomware gang threatening not only the district of columbia police but there's a growing threat of ransomware that i wanted to touch on pfizer is testing a pill to fight covid 19 thank god product placement being placed in old movies what is that about Uh, these special effects artists are doing some I don't know, controversial stuff. Disney Imagineering, a nice break with a video of a robot that Disney built. It's extremely cute uh, and will make you apparently, quote, believe in Groot. Whatever that means. Like, Groot is not a a thing to believe in. He's a a character. He's not a a god. Or is he a god? Don't know, but we'll find out later. Toyota uh, is making some moves around the autonomous car industry. And I want to talk about that industry as a whole. We got 40 people living in a cave for, or no, 15 people living in a cave for 40 days in France. They lived in a dark cave, made their own cave story. Shout out the Cave Story. That's a video game. Uh, we got state lawmakers in Wyoming forming a new type of LLC, based on the Ethereum blockchain. And finally, NASA has accomplished something for the first time in what we know as history on Mars. I'll let you know what that is later in the show. So stay tuned. This is TBDK. Let's get you caught up. Welcome again. To my show i am gogo go joe as i mentioned this is both a podcast and a video so you can go on youtube look up tbdk to see actually the things that i'm talking about and then if you're just listening i guess welcome to the show you can support me in the show notes with a subscription that would be Awesome. And tell a friend. That would also help me out a bunch because this is content that generally does not go viral. It's just kind of like word of mouth. You get committed to it. So I hope that you enjoy it. Uh, If you're looking on YouTube right now behind me, we've got Burgess Bulgaria. I like to put a little window behind us to look at something nice while I, you know, introduce the, the show and the podcast and the concept. And uh, we discuss these stories for this week. But let's 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 hop right into it. If you're feeling me right now, if you're ready to go, just internally give me a hell yeah, you know? Like let's go on a journey of knowledge and exploration for this week and find out what we may have missed. The first story, as I mentioned, archaeologists find the fo- the first human home, uh, or quote, the world's oldest home researchers have confirmed the South African cave is 2 million years old if you're watching this picture of it uh, it looks like a very short and narrow long cave Uh, but they describe it in the bottom here and it was making me laugh when I was reading it because it's just it's I don't know so so silly why is this cave so important uh, whoever it was that inhabited this cave, they clearly valued the site as a place of refuge and appeared to have sheltered and dined there as well. The team also wondered why the site was chosen, as it would have been pitch black inside, I mean, l- unless they had fires. Perhaps they posit that the reason was that it allowed them to easily hide from predators. Others have speculated that it may have had a spiritual or sensory function being so narrow and with evidence of fires being started, so they did have light scientists leading us astray from the beginning. This is why we can't trust science, you guys. Just kidding. Trust science. Totally trust science. Peer-reviewed science. Uh, The combination of fire and narrow distance could have led to hypoxia in these early homonyms, resulting in everyone's favorite hallucinations. Gotta get them mushrooms... Yeah, to, to hallucinate or just to hide in a small, narrow cave with uh, fire. Uh, one of the cave's most notable features is a large stalactite or mite marking the entrance. I believe mites are the ones that hang down from the top. Because it, it might fall on your head. Is that a thing? <laughs> Don't know. Well, I, I, I imagine the the pro, it was probably a guy that was just trying to get away from his family. And you know what? He was probably just trying to hang out in peace he's probably just one guy that went in this cave getting all hopped up on hypoxia seeing hallucinations and just trying to get away from the family for a little peace and quiet he would start a little fire cook some jerky and have a good time you know i think i think that's what this was but uh yeah how how they know that it was like the first or the world's oldest home i mean to me this is such a nonsense headline They have no carbon dating on this, and they really have no way to know that this is the oldest one. Like, uh, there's so many caves. Who's to say that an early homonym didn't make a home in a cave in Asia or in, I don't know, Australia or something? Like, who knows? Why, Why they think this one is the oldest one is beyond me. It didn't really give me any compelling evidence in this article to suggest otherwise besides a guy Uh, with his uh, chill-out room making some beef jerky and pleasuring himself in a narrow cave hopped up on hallucinations like that's not good enough evidence science get on it next story is the sea glider as i mentioned this one has a visual component from the company regent Uh, they have put out this quote half taxi half boat half plane Uh, their goal is to minimize the headache of regional transport, apparently in these tropical locations where you can go between islands, I'm guessing. Um, they comment that it has the added benefit of traveling in a safe, smooth, and quite frankly, cool way. Hop into our, hello, our Regent craft. And their first, then their first uh, post says, hello world on Twitter. programmer joke. I'm not into it but here we can see their concept video It's clearly done by a very talented 3d artist, uh, as they do have some nice water dynamics in this concept video so it's a plane a boat that also has wings it takes off from the water it flies very low over the the water it's like ext- almost on the water but it's kind of hovering above it so i guess that's where they get this glider craft thing it's clearly not meant to go very high i think because if they went any higher they'd be subject to them flight regulatories them flight regulations i will say this about regent though they have a very cool logo it's like a bird with water i really like their logo it's very cool if you are looking at it you can appreciate it with me it's a nice uh simple logo that actually tells me it's kind of a plane that's flying on water i don't know i'm probably never gonna ride in one of these things uh it is electric so if you are uh somebody of high class with means you'll probably uh, at one point in the future encounter a regent sea glider they do look very stylish i'm not gonna lie it looks hella stylish it looks very roomy on the inside you could probably put uh i don't know some private uh Couches or whatever in there if you have a this is a private sea glider. I don't know rich people will love this thing That's all I can really say about it. I'm not a rich person. I'm probably never gonna encounter one of these But if you do eh, enjoy yourself, that's all I can really say just some dude some rich diplomat Uh, or some rich prince from Saudi Arabia traveling between his islands in Dubai where they have the islands shaped like the earth and he's traveling from South America over to Canada in this Dubai island of the world thing that's who's gonna be flying in this plane I'm not that guy I don't have that facial hair I don't have the, the 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 skin tone unfortunately i am not tan at all uh I, it's just yeah i'm not i'm not gonna be in the desert with the sea glider but uh, enjoy yourselves moving on to the next story we've got this ransomware attack so this ransomware group named where is the name of this uh play of these guys uh babook locker gang began operating actually just earlier this year in January and they've supposedly hacked the Metropolitan Pl- uh, police department of DC and has stolen over 250 gigabytes of data they have chief reports they post a screenshot uh, hotel reservations FBI rests on the morning of 1 3 2001 so these are all very recent things they also show their folder structure we got things in here like hate crimes they got a bunch of info on hate crimes on Latino gangs apparently FBI monitoring Latino gangs we got nightly activity reports Probably a lot of coffee drinking, donuts, and prostitution. We also got Gun Violence Prevention Project. They're trying to prevent gun violence. Gang-related daily incident tracking. A folder that just says, for Kinzer. Who's Kinzer? I have no idea. If you know, let us know in the comments. But we got Kinzer. There's also rap feuds. Interestingly enough, they've been tracking some rap feuds. I don't know what the modern rap feuds are, but I did see recently on an episode of... Two bears, one cave, that Takeshi69 was recently in a scuffle at an airport, and that's about the extent of my rap feuds that I know right now. I don't think... Ooh, actually, I wonder if in that folder, there is something about Biggie and Tupac in this rap rap, uh, folder. It is... Rap feuds is... Let me see here. No, there's no way. Seven... Point six gigabytes It's the biggest folder on this No No way, I gotta zoom in on here All right, I'm gonna count from the bottom so I can find out if rap is actually 7.6 gigabytes and just to put that in perspective The next biggest file here is 3.9 gigabytes. That means it is double the size of Latino gangs Oh, oh my God! Uh, let me count this up. We got threat tracking at the bottom. Is one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine from the bottom. We got rap feuds, and then we start again at 2.3 gigabytes of threat tracking. Another big folder, but not the biggest. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. Rap feuds. Rap feuds is 7.6 gigabytes of data. What? What is in that folder? How did nobody comment on that in this story? Nobody commented on the fact that Rap Feuds is the biggest file here? Like... Dude... They're, they're, there's info on in this... Okay, I, I've, I've totally changed my mind on this. Bubbock Locker Gang, you gotta get... Releasing... The rap feuds, we need to know who's feuding and what they're feuding about. There's seven gigabytes of data in that folder. It's important for the world to see that Bubba Locker game. I'm, call- I'm calling you out now. Release the rap feud folder only. We need the rap feud folder. <laughs> but... I do wanna mention that there has been a rise this year in ransomware and it seems to be getting more and more sophisticated and more and more targeted. Apple actually recently was hacked this past week as well by another ransomware thing. They're being threatened to pay the fine, which is probably millions or it has to be in the millions. Yeah, Uh, and this is happening more and more frequently and it's just not good. It's not good Uh, and there's no real good way to protect yourself against it. Um, and now with, the, I mean, cryptocurrencies and stuff, it makes it that much easier for them to get paid, though crypto, not as anonymous as you would think it is, but very interesting. And now we know that there's a lot of rap feuds out there. So many rap feuds. Moving on to the next story, a little bit more uplifting story, is that Pfizer, the 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 creator of the successful vaccine, the one that everyone wants, you got to get that, that uh, Pfizer Foddy? Hottie? Pfizer hottie? I don't know. I thought that for sure that there was like a Pfizer. There's like a high class vaccine group and they're like, if you got the Pfizer, you're a, a vaccine hottie or something. I don't know. It's a TikTok thing. If you know about it, let us know in the comments. I don't really know. Uh, from Pfizer's testing a pill that if successful it could become the first ever home cure for COVID-19. So, you, If you got infected with the disease early, you would take just a pill and it would protect you from having serious illness and then also eradicate the disease from your system as well so that is actually really great news and I hope they take this technology and apply to other diseases as well eventually Uh, I think that's that this is where this is going but if we could get a pill that just helps us cope with the symptoms of COVID-19 and antiviral if you will um, that would be incredible. Um, And it would help us finally get rid of this disease once and for all. So I love that they're doing this. I think this is amazing. Uh, It's classed as a protease inhibitor. It's been formulated to attack the spine of the SARS-CoV-2 virus. I'm not sure what the spine is and stop it from replicating in our throat and nose. There's no real video here. I just thought it was awesome and I'm looking forward to taking that pill. That is one pill I would definitely take, whether it was red or blue, I'd take them both. Don't want no COVID-19 don't want it speaking of things you don't want though there is this company that is now inserting product placement into old movies so you know that classic movie the great escape well <laughs> the next time that you watch the great escape it might actually have a digitally inserted product placement in it. So while they're escaping from the uh, it, the prison camp that they're in, in the Great Escape, and they're digging the tunnel, on the the hilt of the shovel, you might actually see a Coca-Cola ad. Or maybe next to them, you would see a very old bottle of Coke that has been digitally inserted into the movie. What? This sounds like a really bad idea, Some about it feels really scummy, I don't like it, I I, I don't mind being advertised to, but something about digitally placing advertisements into old movies just sounds real gross. Uh, Although it could, if I'm gonna be honest here and wear my hat on, you know, my capitalism hat, it could help platforms like Netflix offer a reduced pricing tier where you could watch movies and then they would just digitally insert product placements into those movies think about it it's actually kind of interesting in that sense i don't know if i would want that i would probably pay to have these advertisements removed and there's also the question of like how much of the in the intention of the original film are they ruining like there are people who specifically choose camera angles shots props whatever to create a motif in a movie to create art to create feeling and now all of a sudden we're just placing a coca-cola ad over their art and there's something that does feel wrong about that if you're looking on the screen we can see the a uh, chinese tv show i guess that has no advertisement uh placed and this is the, the shot and then afterwards we see the digitally enhanced um coca-cola advertisement that was added in that kind of fits into the background honestly you wouldn't notice it if you weren't really thinking about it i mean it is rather large and red because it's coke but if you were watching this movie i probably wouldn't know that it wasn't there to begin with it looks pretty convincing for a digitally inserted advertisement uh where they're gonna take this, I don't know. There, There is a part of this that feels really gross. These people came from a uh, special effects background, so they definitely have the chops to do this. They've already d- developed a, a technology and they, uh, the first deal that they mentioned was a um, South American pop star who had Tecate beer cans inserted into their music video. Uh, it's a Colombian singer named Giovanni Ayala, uh, and he is using Myriad's technology to yeah, insert this into his into his music video and uh it's I don't know it's interesting. It's called Myriad if you want to look up more about it, you can probably hop on YouTube and look it up. As I mentioned, I think from my capitalist st- standpoint, maybe it could be interesting use case to offer free tiers of streaming services, as there there are just too many now, and there's no way to subscribe to all of them if you're just a normal person. You don't have the time, you don't have the energy, most importantly, you don't have the money. I can't do Hulu, Spotify. Uh, I mean, I can't do Hulu, Netflix, Disney Plus, HBO Max, Showtime, uh, Peacock. Uh, Crunchyroll, like all these ones, plus Spotify, plus whatever other subscriptions I have. It's just not possible. So there you go. You you heard it. You may very well soon see digital products placed in your advertisements. I mean, digital products placed in your advertisements, in your movies, in your old movies, music videos and stuff. Kind of interesting. I mean, it could also be, I guess, more interesting if... uh, They replaced the already existing product placement and with something more modern uh, and Coke has to pay a retainer fee to have their, their bottle in the old ET or, you know, Reese's Pieces has to pay a retainer fee to keep ET eating Reese's Pieces. That could be that could also be an interesting business model for this. I don't know, man. Something about it seems seems gross. What are your thoughts about it? Let me know in the comments below moving on we got a nice heartwarming video so if you are watching on the or listening on the podcast you might miss out you should go on youtube and search up tv search for tbdk Uh, this is disney's imagineering project kiwi they were building a robotic yeah thing that can move around very similar to what i feel like boston dynamics has built But now they have a free walking robot that will make us believe in Groot. Let's watch and listen to what they got going on. So we see Project Kiwi. These engineers in 2018 working on the first leg, just making sure that the joints move and it can run and that it it acts as intended. And then they finally put a, a piece on top of it and then they start controlling it walking forward on that ground. And this thing is adorable like it's got lights on it and it has this like little bounce to it That's very Disney bounce Uh, if you've read the Disney animation textbook you know exactly what I'm talking about got that bounce they keep refining it keep working on it now it's walking around and you can see on its feet little plant things and then now in 2020 last year they actually dressed it up in a full Groot costume and this little kiwi robot became Groot He's walking out on stage waving. He looks very cute. It's kind of kid Groot. I would, it's not baby Groot. It's like teen Groot. So now he's doing some yoga. He can go up on one foot. He's dancing around. Swinging his arms. Now he's boxing. He wants to fight. It's very cute. So expect baby Groot in a animatronic uh, Disneyland park soon. That was Disney's project kiwi it's a much cuter application of these robotics than i think boston dynamics is doing moving on to another story that also involves automation and robotics toyota is buying lyft's autonomous car division for 55 million us dollars the reason why this is interesting to me is because now we're starting to see a consolidation of the autonomous driving car industry there was a bunch of different businesses all trying to be the one that brought self-driving cars to the market and they're all finding out it's a lot fucking harder than they expected it to be and now we see toyota entering into the market by buying lyft's autonomous car division uh, lyft apparently is the latest company to abandon the expensive to uh, develop autonomous vehicles with other ones also tapping out on that one U- uber uh sold its auto autonomous vehicle project aurora last year to a. Uh, Google uh, projects to a Google something or other. So yeah, we're starting to see people exit and move on from their investments. Uh, This is kind of the thing that happens in any innovation space, especially in the US, is that these companies build up their technology, they get acquired by another company when they just feel like they hit uh, the natural end of the company or they feel like they can't progress anymore and then they add their findings to the knowledge that the other company already had and then boom, we get innovation. But uh yeah so we're starting to see some consolidation in the the uh autonomous driving vehicle space and I wonder what where that's going to start to happen next in other robotics um platforms interesting though moving on to a, another kind of weird story uh there was an experiment in France that asked 15 volunteers to spend 40 days in a cave, in a dark cave. They, of course, were monitored the whole time. They hooked them up to medical um, sensors. They monitored their breathing, their sleeping. Even there was, a, I read, a pill that they swallowed that monitored their intestines and their their insides, their digestion. Uh, it was a pretty comprehensive study. And when the Uh, 15 volunteers just came out of the cave. They said that they all felt pretty good and they probably could have spent even more time in the cave. They thought they had only gone for 30 days. In this story, unfortunately, I didn't hear or read anything about the um, outcome. If, you know, they said that they had a different sleep cycle or that their vitals were different or their their eating habits changed or or whatever. We don't have that information yet, I don't think. But I thought it was a very cool and interesting study into human adaptation. Uh, One of the people that were staying in the cave, that were chilling in this cave, came out and said that she thinks that the world is getting more and more harsh and that we're going to need to study uh, adaptation over time. So, yep, if you want to check that out, it's in the link below. And you can, uh, yeah, check out what these 15 volunteers did. Some of the volunteers were cave exploration people and some were just a jeweler. So it's pretty pretty interesting study out of France. Uh, we can see the people here. A video is unavailable, so I guess we can't watch it. Uh yeah, would you spend forty days if you were paid in a cave? I I don't know if I would, although if you're there with other people, I feel like it would be better if it was a single person in the cave by themselves. Definitely not. Don't want to do that. That's for Mr. Beast to do. Somebody give him that idea to go spend 40 days in a cave like these French people. There you go, Mr. Beast. Uh, And then you can come out and you can give away a million dollars to the first person that you see. You're welcome. Free YouTube video idea. (laughs) Like he needs any more ideas or or money. Uh, Although Mr. Beast is one of the more interesting uh, YouTubers giving away all his money. He he really built quite the niche there. Moving on, Wyoming became the first state to pass the DAO LLC law. And if you're not familiar with the DAO, it's DAO. It's a decentralized autonomous organization. And the biggest DAO that was formed was called the DAO. And it was a huge failure as it allowed anybody who is anonymous to decide how this collective would spend its money, uh, which was on the Ethereum chain. And I don't remember what exactly brought the Dow down. I think it was some sort of hack. But Wyoming just passed a law that says a Dow can now be treated as an LLC, which is very interesting an LLC is a limited liability company, which means that they can't be held liable for the the person who owns the company can't be held liable for the debts that the company has, but the company is held liable for that so that th- these debts that the company has and the problems that the company has don't affect the person who starts the company. And that's very interesting that they wanna do this for a DAO because there already isn't a person who's responsible for that organization. It's called a DAO for a reason, a decentralized autonomous, organization it's an it's it's autonomous because most people are anonymous uh, so i'm not really sure what wyoming just did and how this will affect the web and businesses moving forward it's a very interesting move it is going to raise a lot of eyebrows and have people excited and other people not so excited and i'm just very curious on how somebody's going to find a loophole to exploit this situation because to me it feels like an exploitable situation so wyoming just passed the dow llc law turning DAOs into limited liability companies yeah very interesting if they, if they if the dow gets pulled into court then who shows up all of the the organization the, all of you know million people that are running it i don't know don't know what exactly they were thinking. What If you have some more information about it, I'd love to hear from you. I'd love to hop in an interview. It would be very interesting to learn. Last story here, big one from NASA, and this is actually quite incredible because it's the first time in human history that we know of where there's been oxygen on Mars. NASA, with their Perseverance robot, which we can see here on the screen, uh, this, this rover, it's called Perseverance, Uh, next to the flying one. I don't remember what the flying one is called, but if you want to know, you can check out my TBDK from last week. But Perseverance has sucked in carbon dioxide off of Mars and using some sort of crazy reaction and technology has generated oxygen from that fresh, delicious, clean oxygen like it came out of an oak tree down the street. Perseverance generates oxygen in enough quantity to let an asteroid, (laughs) an astronaut's, not an asteroid. An astronaut live for 10 minutes on Mars. This was extremely important. The unit that generated it was called the Mars Oxygen In STIU Resource Utilization Experiment, or MOXIE, for short. Let me tell you, this robot sure as hell has some moxie to be able to have the balls to generate oxygen on Mars it's official we're terraforming mars we're moving there within the next 10 years forget the space hotel that we talked about the other week we're going right to mars for that martian getaway that's it and that's been today's tbdk too busy didn't know with me, me go go joe if i can get my words out if you like my content hit that subscribe button mash the bell i do this every single wednesday so come on back and learn something new i look forward to to entertaining and educating you. If you want more content from me, you can check out my other YouTube channel, Go Go Joe. If you look that up in YouTube, you'll find me where I do music reviews. I do tech stories. Uh, I talk about thoughtful stuff, like uh, what makes us happy and how not to feel lonely. And then also I play games sometimes and do other fun stuff. That's Go Go Joe channel. Uh, I look forward to keeping in touch with you. And until next week, I hope you learned something good because you know it. I love you.